You're listening to The Plastic Surgery Revolution with Dr. Stephen Davis, the one and only podcast that discusses modern plastic surgery and leaves you looking great and feeling better. Welcome, everyone, to The Plastic Surgery Revolution. I'm your host, Dr. Stephen Davis. I have had so many of you come to the office and ask me, could I put together a treatment plan, a treatment regimen that could be something you could use as an ongoing thing over the years? And over the course of time, it's morphed into what I now believe could be a really, really exciting thing to talk about. And that's what I wanted to talk about today. So <clears throat> let's set this up properly. What I'm saying to you is, you know how a lot of you want to put together a budget for the year to spend on a vacation, a budget for um certain supplies that you may want, a budget that you want to do to fix up the house. Well, in a sense, if we could start creating this quote-unquote budget for what I like to call graceful aging, we may be able to come up with some really exciting, interesting ways to maintain a very youthful, healthy, appearance as you go into later years of your life. So let's talk about that. So number one on this whole list, which I think goes without saying, has to be some sort of skincare regimen. It doesn't have to be anything fancy, but everyone should be doing something that stimulates turnover of skin cells when you wash your face. And I think that's as simple as thing that you could possibly uh, tell someone. The cells that build up on your skin from just pollution, from everyday, you know, working, uh, sun exposure, aging, anything, there are old, dead, dried skin cells that lay on top of your skin and prevent better quality cells from coming up to the skin surface. It's almost like there's this feedback loop, if you will, that we have built in. Once that top layer of skin cells gets removed, it almost triggers cells from below to go, hey, we better start moving a little quicker because the guys upstairs just left. And your whole body starts to work better that way. You know the same thing happens when we talk about when you go to get your hair trimmed. It reaches a point where your hair really doesn't look as lively and as great because those raggedy ends stop that process from really good hair growth. So when you have those uh, ends trimmed, your hair grows a little bit better. It grows a little quicker. Same exact thing's going to happen with skincare. So let's just keep that in the background running as, let's say, a program on your computer. That's got to be something that we maintain over the course of our lifetime because it's going to require a good 
type of a cleanser or something that's causing that skin cells to be turned over. And then everything we always talk about, about the vitamin C's and vitamin A's like a retinol and sun protection, sunscreen. All of those things can be mixed and matched. And as we get older, you may need to modify it a little bit with some moisturizers and other things like that. But suffice to say, there are skincare regimens that need to be continued throughout the course of your life. And again, starting in your teens when you may be using um, acne medicine all the way up into, you know, your 80s and 90s where you're using other types of medicines for your skin or other products because of maybe wrinkles and other things like that. But I'm going to leave that alone as just something that's running in the background. What I really wanted to talk about are four things that I'm now saying are the quintessential treatment regimens that you can do regardless, again, of any type of surgery that you may want to have as you're moving forward or getting older. So this doesn't negate having an eyelid lift or a blepharoplasty or a neck lift or a facelift. None of the those things need to be, uh, you know, uh, undone or not done. I'm just saying that if you wanted to maintain an ongoing quote-unquote budget of graceful aging, here are the four steps. All right, here we go. Now, again, they don't necessarily have to be in any particular order, but at the end of this, I will put them in the sequence that I think makes the most sense. Okay, here we go. I don't have a drum roll or anything like that, but here we go. Number one would be some sort of a neuromodulator, something like Botox, Dysport, Juveau, uh, Daxify, any of those things that are going to help get us to not wrinkle up as much. So that's one. Number two, some sort of a facial filler. Again, that whole list of things like all the Juvo, all the Juvederm products and all the Restylane products, things like that. Number three would be some sort of a heated energy type of a procedure. In this category, we could talk about all different types of lasers. We can talk about all different types of radio frequency type procedures. We could talk about microneedling with radio frequency. And now we have plasma energy that we could talk about. I'm putting this in that category of what I'm calling heated energy or an energy-based procedure. And the fourth one are threads. Yes, threads. Surgical sutures that have been specifically modified so that they will actually grab a hold of the tissues and elevate them to a location where they have fallen down from. And those are the four things. So if we could figure out a way for you to have those four things mixed and matched over the course of an entire year or even longer, I think we're hitting all the different categories that allow you to 
age gracefully. And let's really talk about why this is happening. I'm sure most of you know that Botox and all those neuromodulators are causing certain muscle groups to be at rest so that your skin won't bunch up and wrinkle. Oh, so that one kind of like we've spent a lot of time talking about. Number two was the facial fillers. And you kind of know a lot about that too, because basically what's happening is if you do have wrinkles or hollows or areas of your face that are deficient with um, fullness or you're just starting to see some sagging in certain areas where volume will be needed to correct that, that's what we're going to use all these different types of facial fillers. And we can have a whole podcast just talking about that. Number three was some sort of a heated energy. And let's talk about what that heated energy actually does to you. Heated energy at its most basic concept regardless if we're talking about the lasers or radio frequency or plasma or any of those things that I'm putting in that category of energy-based devices, they are supposed to be stimulating your body's collagen production. And they're supposed to be stimulating it exactly where that energy-based procedure was performed. And it makes a tremendous amount of sense. We're actually stimulating your body's dermis and that zone so that as it's being heated up and being purposefully damaged in such a way so that your body has to bring in supplies to heal it and make that energy that was just being used Repair. You need to repair that area. And you're repairing it by bringing in new collagen. And when you bring in new collagen, the skin will get more robust. The area will look healthier. And you're bringing in your own body's supply to make the area just look healthier, thicker, and tighter. And isn't that what we're trying to do when you're taking collagen powder and putting it in your coffee or on your drinks? Same concept. You're trying to bring in and cause your body to stimulate collagen production. Because you know, after the age of 24, we start to lose collagen regardless of what you're eating, drinking, exercising or not. It's just a physiologic thing that starts to happen for the aging process. So doing things that we know will stimulate collagen production is key. Now, the fourth one are the threads. And let's be specific about this. These threads are made from a substance that stimulates your body to produce collagen. They're going to dissolve and those threads won't be around after a good, let's say, three months, six weeks to three months. Those threads are really not even going to be noticeable anymore. But During that course of that three-month period of time, those threads have held tissues in a certain lifted position and caused your body to be stimulated to grow new collagen. And once that happens, you're going to start to get that feeling that you've gotten a lifted, energized, refreshed look. And if you superimpose that upon all the other things we just mentioned... I think you can really age very gracefully. Now, 
I promised that I would put a sequence together that I thought made the most sense. And here it is. I definitely like the idea of using the neurotoxins first because you're squelching the activity of an area that you may want to heat up or inject with a filler or do something. So I'd say number one would be some sort of a neuromodulator, let's say Botox. The second one could really be using some sort of a heated energy, some sort of a heating procedure or an energy-based procedure, or you could put a filler in there. The difference would be if you use the energy-based procedure at the next step after the Botox, then you could really add that filler anytime after that that you wanted to. If you did the filler after the Botox, then you would want to wait at least two weeks to a month before you would be able to do any kind of a energy-based thing because you wouldn't want to try to melt or change where that filler was placed. And the threads would be, in my estimation, probably the last thing on that um, line, if you will. Because once you've stimulated collagen with the energy-based device, that's great. You've also put some fillers and put it in in places to add some volume. How about now putting these threads in and leaving them alone so they can lift and do their thing and not stimulate anything to potentially knock them down or do anything that would try to counteract what you were doing with the lifting device of the threads. So I do think at the end of this train, if you will, the last stop on the train in my way of thinking would probably be the threads. And these can be placed around the face, the neck. Again, we're working on things even for the body that could be incorporated in all this mix of four things. But again, I love the idea of creating this um, ongoing concept of this aging, graceful uh, reality. You've been listening to The Plastic Surgery Revolution. I'm your host, Dr. Stephen Davis, and I'll be with you again next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Plastic Surgery Revolution with Dr. Stephen Davis. Please subscribe to our show in iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or whatever app you use to listen to podcasts. Keep listening, looking great, and feeling better.